Hi, this is Johnny, and you're listening to The Daily Vibe. Today's Daily Vibe is inspired by a conversation that has been going on on Twitter in the poker universe for the last couple months, really, but I saw it resurface recently, and it's about the advent of private games in poker and how damaging they are to the ecosystem and how up in arms people are about them. And I wanted to get my thoughts out through the daily vibe because I think that there's definitely some lessons that can be taken from this and even some powerful lessons. So I want to first start off and just kind of give the evolution of poker and talk about the boom which happened in 2000 and three more or less when Chris Moneymaker won the main event, the everyday guy won the main event, kind of sparked a boom of people having an interest in the game. That combined with the online poker being available so readily and the novelty of it, there were hordes of people that were coming into the poker scene. And because of that, and because of all the money that was being injected into the poker economy, it became a great opportunity to make a lot of money if you knew what you were doing. Just employ a little strategy. And my brother actually introduced me to the game of poker around this time. More so probably in the 2006 range is when he introduced me. So the poker boom had been going on for a couple of years and he had been a part of that. But it took me a little bit longer to be convinced that there could be money to be made. So once I came into the poker space, I was playing a little bit online. We were living in Vegas and I, uh, I was also playing live poker. And it was just the golden years of poker. You didn't have to be great and you could still make money. But like all great things, things evolve and become tougher. And I would say one of the major turning points was in 2011, we had something in the poker space called Black Friday where they shut down all of the online poker sites that were readily available to Americans. And at that point, a lot of people left the industry because they no longer had access to an online poker game. So their options were to transition fully to a live game, which is what I did. Because prior to the Black Friday, I was making money both online and live as a professional. But since I lived in Vegas at the time, it wasn't too much of a stretch for me to continue playing poker as my career. But for a lot of people, they left. And, and and some people had access to games where they could make over $100 an hour in their locale. You know, let's say they lived in Chicago or near Atlantic City or Miami, places like that. There were still options for those people. And then training sites started to come around and the game started to become a little bit more solved. So. I would say their next period after online poker progressively started getting a little bit tougher. People started dropping out of the game. Players started becoming better. At this time is when I moved to San Diego, uh, probably in 2012, I think is when I moved there. And by 2014, I was playing in a place called Palomar Casino every single day where I was playing 510. And this was kind of my golden years where I was making over $150 an hour playing poker for about a four year stretch, three to four year stretch. And that did not last long because in 2017, I believe, 
Palomar was shut down by the federal government and it, it was eventually bulldozed. So uh, my primary source of income basically just disappeared. And there was another option in town that I moved over to. But in 2018, that game eventually died. And now I'm left with small, a much smaller game and a much lower ceiling on how much I can make. So it's just the evolution of poker. It's getting tougher. And one of the things that people are really upset about now is the higher stakes games have gone private, meaning that you can't just show up to the casino at a lot of places and play high stakes anymore because people have decided that they only want to play with certain players. They make a private list and that private list is only accessible to certain people. You know, they, they try to pretend like some players can get in the game and they, they'll, they'll let you get on the list, but essentially someone is running the list and they have the say on whether or not you're gonna get in the game. And a lot of people are definitely upset because this is creating an atmosphere for the, the tougher professionals to not even have access to the games. And understandably, there's been a lot of discussion on Twitter on how this is not fair. And I just think about how this is a common practice in business. Uh, there was like one tweet that went viral on Twitter that said, the people making money in poker now are, were the ones that were good at networking and leeching off of rich people by pretending to be their friends. And I think that this is, while it's partially true, this is just how it is in business. It's the people who are good at networking are the ones that get clients, the ones that stay in business longer, the ones who render their services more often than the people who are not good at that. So th this is basically business moving over into the poker sector. And I think a lot of people are upset because for the longest time, you could quote unquote, be an entrepreneur in poker, being antisocial. You could just be behind your computer screen back when we had online poker. You didn't need to be good at networking. You didn't need to be, you didn't need to have any business skills whatsoever. You just need to, needed to know how to beat a game. And slowly that's evolved into, you actually do need to have some business skills now to be successful in poker. And the people that started out playing poker in its heyday, the antisocial ones that never were actually business people are getting destroyed and left behind and they're very upset about it. So I, the, I, I just want to say, go on record and say that I don't think that there's anything wrong with private games. I, I, I don't like them myself and I'm not generally not a part of them. I will make the exception that now I have been invited from time to time to play on live at the bike, which is something that I never had the opportunity to do before I started making content, but I have something to offer live at the bike. I have a community of people that watch my YouTube and Instagram channels. And because of that, when I go on live at the bike, they, it drives traffic to their website. So they have a reason to bring me onto their show. Not to mention that, you know, I'm not one of these antisocial people that doesn't talk at the table. So I have a decent table presence for the game. 
One area that I'm probably lacking in is that I'm not overly loose, which they probably don't like and wish that um, I wasn't in the game from time to time, the recreational players at least. So it's a give and take. And the reason why I wanted to discuss this is because I wanted to incorporate it into the daily vibe because I think that the powerful lesson here is that life is just what it is. And there is a Chinese philosopher, I love Chinese philosophy, by the way, and, and Zen Buddhism and all these great sayings. I, I always love incorporating them in my life. And I think it's so amazing that somebody from 600 BC uh, philosophize something that is relevant today. And it, I see it over and over again. And this quote by Lao Tzu from the 600s BC, is today's daily vibe. Life is a series of natural and spontaneous changes. Resisting them only creates sorrow. And that's my stance on private games is that while I don't love them, it's it's not something that I'm going to resist. And I understand that it's a natural course of evolution and spending my energy on being upset about it or fighting out fighting against it is only going to create sorrow so i urge you you know what i have no idea what's gonna what's in store for my life either because of my win rate being cut and just with the state of poker in 2019 you know i'm still getting by now but i'm gonna have to adapt and change otherwise i'm gonna fall victim of what life is handing me so i'm gonna continue to navigate and not resist life's changes because like the quote says, it's only gonna create sorrow. So take this with you guys today and think about what part of life you're resisting that you cannot change. Resisting things that you cannot change only creates sorrow. So I urge you to accept things and navigate in a way that you're gonna come out even better, gonna come out with even an opportunity that could be even better for you. So thanks for joining me on today's Daily Vibe. Vibe high. <laughs>